Hello everybody, my name is Honeybee Deity and today is just an updates podcast. We are not really talking to anybody but just me, myself, and I. We're going to go over a lot of community news, a lot of updates as to what I've been doing since January when the last Hurricane Ian got us played, um, as well as some plans for the upcoming months and some questions that have been sent to me. So stay tuned and let's find out what we got. And by a while, I mean several months. Most of that is simply due to the fact that my desktop, Betty, which I have posted before, um, that my brother, my husband, and I built together, died. Um, We suspect that it's the motherboard because the power supply works just fine. We've taken it out and tested it on a different computer. Everything seems fine on that front. It's simply my computer will not turn back on. So in that issue, I have lost all of the files um, that were on that computer, including my potential guest list, which I actually did have backed up onto another device, as well as previous files from my uh, previous podcast, several different edited photos and videos that I had done already, just a lot of stuff on that computer which I currently just don't have access to because if it's not my motherboard on the off chance that it's not I do not want to purchase a motherboard because they are expensive put it in test it and that's not the issue I'm very much like the person that's anxious about paying a lot of money to test something and then potentially not even be the face for it so other than that that's that's really just been like the biggest rent um other than that i have family that is currently living with us um due to some circumstances and as such i provided them with my office space to live in so all the entirety of my office everything is on my desk all of my content creation stuff my backdrops my camera my lights everything has been removed from my office space which is now a bedroom for that family and thus I don't really have anywhere to record at this time so I've currently kicked out my husband and I'm in our bedroom in my bed recording this with my yeti mic um, so that I can have some semblance of peace and quiet while I get this done because this is supposed to air in four days. I have recorded it three and a half times. And every single time there was some sort of technical difficulty, be it that either I was not recording using my microphone, but using my tablet audio microphone, um, or there was noise from my cats in the background or you could hear my fan in the background and I couldn't get rid of it, or there was noise outside, or just a million different things that were causing issues within the recording. So now I have kicked everyone out and told everyone to go away so that I can record and get this done, edited, and scheduled to be posted on the 20th on schedule as it is supposed to be done. That said, 
Um, in the meantime of while I have not had an office and while I have not had a computer, I have been working on other things. If you follow me on Twitter um, at Honeybee Deity, um, you will see that I am consistently and constantly online. I am online from the minute that I wake up to the minute I go to bed because I am always gathering information about this community because I want to see it thrive, if that makes sense. A lot of the things that I work on for this community are specifically to provide this community with things to improve or to provide this community with a breath of fresh air, just something that will make people smile and be happy. So the first thing that I've majorly been working on, aside from my podcast, um, was the Hive Mind Planner, which is an agenda planner-esque content planner that I created with two things in mind. One, providing sex workers of all kinds a means to write down their ideas, write down their daily happenings, any meetings, um, sessions, etc. But also to provide those same content creators and sex workers a location in which to analyze their content that they make. So this planner has several pages per month that I've created that include not only a monthly and a weekly spread, but multiple monthly and weekly spreads, both simple and detailed, as well as multiple daily spreads. So there are spreads that are designed for you to just put in a quick little like session with Jay at three. But then there's a detailed version for you to put in more nuanced notations about that session or filming or ideas or what have you that you want to put into your notes. And that is done on a monthly, weekly, and daily basis. There are also planner pages that are just a key for you to keep track of your sites, keep track of your abbreviations, anything that you kind of don't want to lose or forget something that you know you're going to use over and over again but that you have a chance of forgetting there's a location for that at the beginning of the planner there is let's see there are pages that are dedicated to auditing your social sites so i added in a page for you to be able to write down your earnings each month by the week so there are i believe four weeks on each each monthly um, breakdown page for the audit so on the audit itself it's got like january february etc 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 but each of those has its own little breakdown of four weeks so january has week one week two week three week four for you to be able to keep track of how much you are making each week and you can do that. It, it's got it in there for each monthly spread. But what I would recommend is doing that every month and possibly and potentially doing it as just a way to keep track of yourself. So like 
your you need to be able to leverage the amount of effort you are putting in versus the amount of money that you are getting back. So if you are putting in six weeks worth of work in one week, but you're only making twenty dollars, that doesn't make sense. That's not like that's not like logistically sound. You're putting in way more effort into a platform that is not giving you back that same effort in dollars. So it would be a really good way to understand your own content and where your efforts should lie better. There's also pages um, for a full social media out um, audit. So a platform based where it's like if you are using loyal fans, um, you can for the month say do your likes, your retweets, your comments, your views. Um, a platform that you might want to try that's similar and then a couple other things on there. You've got goals every month, planner pages for content specifically, some other SWOT analysis pages, if you know what that means. And there are sections as well for recycling content so that you can kind of write down content that you've used in the past six, seven months that might not have gotten as much attention when you posted it originally, but now you can repost it use it again because it seems that that niche that you were using at the time is now having a resurgence Um, that sort of thing so the content planner is pretty much it's less for me and more for the community so that they I can help others get organized because I noticed in my own content is I was flying by the seat of my pants I was just posting shit when I felt like it And there was no sort of consistency to it. So I know that in school, I thrived off of having a planner. I was great when I had a planner, an agenda, a notebook on hand at all times so that I would be able to write down any notes, plan out things at at the drop of a hat, etc. And my entire world kind of shifted away from that. And that's when I realized that I was getting sloppy. I was not doing as great as I know that I can. So I made a planner for it. And then I shared it with some people. And they were like, hey, you should like sell this. (laughs) Because like I'd pay for this. And I was like, really? You'd pay for it? And it just kind of developed from there. It started off as just a couple pages in a bullet journal. To being more pages in a bullet journal to being, hey, do, do you think this like makes sense as a, as a full planner instead of just having it as a couple pages I make over and over again every month in my bullet journal? And it became its own planner. And then it became something that I actually developed as a full planner. Like, it's a genuine full planner. Like, it's got pages that you can copy and paste and move around. It's got extras. There are stickers available for it on my Fansly. It's like 10 bucks a month for the planner tier on Fansly. The planner itself is $50. Um, and it's genuinely helpful. Like everyone that has already purchased it <laughs> just says, wow, this is great. <laughs> if I do get enough sales, instead of being exclusively a digital planner, it will be considered be a printed planner so if I have enough sales going I will consider getting it mass printed and 
would manually ship them out myself. Um, or find a place where I could get them printed and shipped at the same time. Instead of me having to manually just have boxes of planners sitting in my house. Um, so that's the planner. Aside from the planner, wow, that's really loud, I just realized. I'm clicking my water bottle because that's how I like keep myself on track. Um, aside from the planner, I have also been working on, for the past like three or four years, a series of Fendom and Femdom hoodies. Um, hoodies, t-shirts, sweatshirts, whatever you want to call them, um, and all of the above. I have for years been just like compiling random sayings that that are like my favorite things to say that make absolutely no sense to anybody that is either outside of this community or not nearly as kinky and weird as people in this community. Um, so I finally did it. I located a platform thanks to the kinky coach, Kua, um, and <laughs> I finally put them out, finally created the designs. Um, from the list of ideas, as well as a handful of ideas from my friends, and they are currently available for sale. You can purchase them. Um, the one thing I can say is that because I have created designs and am selling those designs, um, I, through the platform that I am using, do not have access to shipping. I do not have access to customer service. So if you get your product or you purchase a product and you'd like to know, when am I going to get it? Please do not message me. I do not know. <laughs> I genuinely could not tell you. The only thing that I have access to is the dashboard to create a product, to see that you have placed an order, and to be paid. That's all of the information that I am given. There is no other information that I receive. So if you do need assistance, there is a help button on the web page where all of the items are sold click it and the customer service team at teespring will help you they can pull up your order information they can help you with any issues with an order like a misprint or something going being wonky in shape um, message them they will help you get it fixed um, but i have no control over that information i have no way to access it there's nothing i can do I can just go, wow, that sucks. Here's a link to customer service. Have a great day. Um, I very much hope that people enjoy these. Just, I have for years been saying I'm going to do it, and then I never did it, and now I've done it. And I feel like these are all just hilarious. Like, I have a hoodie and t-shirt combo that says Mommy's Favorite Hold. Just, it that sort of humor and that sort of just community understanding like everyone in this community is going to get that joke everyone in this community is going to find that absolutely fucking hilarious because it's fucking hilarious like can you imagine someone just walking down the street with that on their body no you can't unless you're in this community if you're not in this community, you're not going to get it. And that's okay. You don't have to. But for those of us that are in this community, we're going to love it. We are going to find that amazing. And if you saw somebody walking down the street with that on their hoodie, you would ask them where they got it. 
because you would immediately want me. But otherwise, I uh, I created those. They are for sale. Both the planner and the hoodies. I'm working on stickers. More stickers um, are available at the hive two zero two two dot c a r r d dot c o. So that's the hive twenty twenty two dot card dot co. Um, I will link it as well in the description box for anybody that wants to check them out, maybe make a purchase. I'll love you forever if you do, because that just means that you like my work, that you find me funny, and that's just like validation that I love, crave, and need at any given moment. Let's see, what else is there? Um, oh, Discord. Um, what else has happened? So, in the past handful of weeks, months really, um, my understanding and plans with Discord has gone up exponentially. So, I've been on Discord for ages, um, probably since before I graduated high school, when I, back in my days of role-playing on Facebook, (laughs) Um, me and my friends would constantly, and I do mean constantly, get our accounts deleted from Facebook because we were a bunch of little shitheads and would be fighting with other little shitheads that were also shitheads and assholes and getting their accounts deleted every three, three to six months. So we created a Discord server so that we could all just like stay in touch with each other and while that server has died and we've all like drifted apart i never left discord like i'm sure that most of those friends disappeared like they have moved on with their lives and are doing other things and i really do wish them the best because they're some of the best people that i've ever known and they're incredibly hilarious were we edgy and like very bad people at the time yeah we were like early teens um to like late teens but we had fun and it was through that that I discovered discord and really started to like pick apart how discord could work like I remember when discord started and you could join a voice channel drop a command in the gen chat and for some ungodly reason this is before bots discord itself would like make a noise Like, if you said a specific keyword, Discord itself would make that noise that was associated with the keyword. And it was amazing. It was hilarious, and it was great. But from that grew my need to understand how Discord works. And why it works in the way it does. And ways to improve it. So I made my own little test server. After a while, I joined a couple more servers. From there, I started um, looking into femdom stuff at 18. Joined a couple femdom servers. um, Then moved into Kick, which was awful. Um, It was like the best time of of my life in terms of femdom stuff. But like as a platform, awful place. Hated it. And then I moved back to Discord for Fendom stuff after prompting from a couple friends. 
Um, after that, I more in earnest started playing with my own bots, started learning how Discord servers work in and of themselves, how to set one up, how roles work, how different things in channels work, different bots, and thus began the slow but long and tireless process of building my Discord server. So it was initially just going to be a place for me and my friends, maybe like 10 of us max, as well as a handful of um, passing subs to come in and interact with us in a more relaxed way, um, as well as engage in group sessions, individual sessions, public play, etc. Um, and it would all just be very casual. And then it slowly just grew from there. And now, about three or four years later now, that server has over 230 some odd members. Now we have a weekly movie night. Now we have events that go on and we just, we have fun. And it's a great place to be now. It's taken forever to get there. It was originally just a place to hang out and be merry and have fun. We now have 233 members, not counting the bots. That's 233 active members of the server that are there at any random time of day that just come and hang out and chat for a bit and then go on their way. And that's all that the server is for. It's not, it doesn't have activity requirements. It doesn't have promotion requirements. Like, we make promos as staff. Um, we've got a pretty damn good staff team, if I do say so. Um, we don't require that our members promote the server. We just go, hey, I made this promo. It's pinned. If you want to post it, have fun. If you don't, no hard feelings. Have a great day. And we just, we vibe. We have a good time. And it is one of the best things that I've ever made. That makes me incredibly happy. I'm incredibly proud of it as a space that I've created because a lot of Fendom or Femdom spaces are not human-centric. They are very simple places to be. They are wonderful servers in which to be. But they are not really built for being a person first. They are built to be a dominant or a submissive first. And that kind of sucks. Only because like no no one, nobody is on 24/7. No dom is in dom space or in dom mode 24-7. No sub is submissive or in subspace 24-7. And so we tend to forget that like even if like you're posting in a memes channel a lot of those memes that are posted are fendom or femdom based and like we lose a lot of just being a person 
in those sorts of spaces because we have an expectation. And while my server, the estate, I just realized I have not said the name of the server at all in Perfect Now. It's called the estate. In the estate, we've got the meme channels and the music channels and the hangout channels. Um, you're allowed to be a person. Like, even though the estate is built as a femdom and BDSM-centric server, it doesn't feel like it. It just genuinely feels like a place to be a person and hang out. And that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted a space where you can be a person first, and if you want to have a conversation about impact play, you can. Because there's a space for that, and there is a love for that, and everyone is here and understands that, but that is not what people are here. You are not just kink here. You are not just a sub. You are not just a dom. You are a person that just happens to be a submissive, or you are a person that just happens to be a dominant, or a content creator, or a buyer, whatever. There are roles for all of those, but... They are just identifiers. They are not you as a person. So that's what I wanted. Um, we've grown so much. We've discovered that people are people and get to be people. Um, and in the process of me striving towards that goal, I've also found other servers that have that goal as well. So we've got eight partnered servers now. Started with one, moved to three, dropped back down to one, and now we are up to eight in the past month. In the past 30 days, we have gone from one singular partnered server to eight. And that is just amazing to me. It's been my goal since the beginning to find other servers that have similar ideals of this is a space where you can be a person first and then talk about kink as well. Um... And I found those spaces, and I'm pretty proud of that. Pretty excited and very happy about it, because that means that these are now spaces that not only I myself am proud of and happy about, but the owners of those spaces are proud of and are happy about having others that feel that way. We now have the opportunities where, as partnered servers, we can have group events, and these are partnered servers that if they don't know how Discord communities work on the whole, or they have things that they are lacking that I know how to do, I have no qualms about sharing that information with them. Because they're not going to use that information to improve their server and steal things from mine. They are going to use that information to improve their server so that we are both on the same page. We are both growing and improving together at the same pace. Moving into community news, what's been going on in the community? So, in the past couple months, I've seen a couple really big things, but we're going to focus on in the past, like, month or so. Um, so, up first, because I love her so, so much, um, Queen Airy had a month-long crypto retweeting, um, which is absolutely fucking massive. I don't know what the final total ended up being but it was it like part of me is like it had to be like more than 10k like like 10 20 30k something like that 
um because it was it was all month long and paid out on a weekly basis and had thousands of comments thousands of retweets thousands of likes it was insanity um just watching that number get higher every single time so that was really fun to see happen um and just fun to to see one of my friends that I do love and interact with on a pretty nearly daily constant basis thrive so much it was just wonderful to see um let's see what else have I seen recently um mint stars which is owned by at it girl mila um has its beta launch coming up um this fall it is a new platform um mint stars that is essentially taking the entirety of how we utilize and how we know content platforms to operate and turning it on its head which is really cool so what they are doing is utilizing technology that is typically used on nfts and applying it to your content so it's making your content more valuable and allowing you to not only sell content but you are now no longer encountering those fees that we get when we have to cash out or when we make money off of something um and it's now being put onto the buyer and then if that buyer decides to resell that content you as the creator of that content also get a portion of that sale so you are still making money off of that content being redistributed which is so fucking cool now there is a wait list currently because they are not currently launched yet but if you go and sign up for their wait list if i remember correctly they are doing a hundred dollar pull for everyone that is currently on the wait list so if you are on the wait list you are eligible to possibly receive a $100 um, sum on the platform, which is really cool. Um, from there, I just, like, I've signed up already, and I'm on the wait list, and I'm really excited for it. Um, if you do have any further questions, just reach out to at itgirlmila or the official Mint Stars Twitter page, which is at Mint Stars Real, if I remember correctly. Um, if not, it's fine because I am human and I will link it below <laughs> because I'm very bad at remembering usernames. Um, what else has happened? Tribute token. Um, everybody's been talking about tribute token forever, forever, right? Um, they now have their own Discord server. Aside from the official tribute token server, they have the Mean Girls Crypto server, um, which launched, I believe, a month or two ago, maybe three months ago. Um, and now has some information up to the public on that server. So for starters, there's a monthly fee of roughly $20 in BNB crypto, which is 60% of that is redistributed amongst the DOMs in the server equally. So there's like a fee to just stay in the server and be active in the server and partake in all of the goodies of the server. Um, every tribute that is done in the server has a 10% fee which then 6% of that is evenly distributed amongst all of the doms in the server equally so that's really cool so if somebody gets paid 10% of that 
goes back into the server and then 6% of that that goes back into the server. Nope, saying that wrong. If somebody gets a tribute, ten, there is a 10% fee and then 6% of that fee goes back to everybody else in the server to just like incentivize people to send in the server, which is really cool. Um, but the server itself has femdom channels. There's in-server tributing with the tribute token, crypto, um, as well as alerts regarding any changes or updates or projects about the tribute token that happened within the server, as well as information to educate people on crypto. So it's sort of a catch-all server for people that are very much in, interested in crypto, but also specifically in this coin. It's a pretty clever way to incentivize people into using tribute token as opposed to others cryptocurrencies because now you are not only in a server that is allowing you to use this as a tribute method but it is native to the server you don't have to go into anything else and you benefit from even if you are not directly getting sends at any given moment like say you're in a drive spell and you're not actively getting sends you are still able to capitalize off of simply being in the server and being active in the server right you are still finding a way to learn and expand your repertoire as well as profiting off of that um let's see and then i kind of do want to talk about the community as a whole um everything's really really slow right now and it doesn't seem to be speeding up right now like normally there's like a dip about the middle of the month uh, or towards the beginning of the month sometimes but this month has been consistently quiet and not just for me like i'm working on other things i don't give a shit but across the board even with my friends and my colleagues that i talk to regularly that i know are consistently doing well with fendom and content creation a lot of those same people are remarking about how quiet it is how just reserved and how there's not as many sends or how there's not as much content being purchased and filtered through um it, it seems like a lot of us are putting out content and putting out feelers, but not seeing a lot of fruition. And I'm wondering why that is and how we can combat it. Like, part of me thinks it might just be we entered the second half of the year, and now that we have, people are starting to save money for Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, all those big ticket holidays, Black Friday those big ticket holidays that come up this time of year um, because those are things that they're going to spend with their families. That is money that they're going to have to spend for holidays and for buying big things on Black Friday. So it's a lot of, it's a good time to start saving. But it kind of sucks for us because if we are not having active buyers we are now at a loss because those of us that don't have a normal nine to five are now kind of dead in the water. <laughs> We've now hit the, oh, well, shit, this guy was paying my bills and now he's not. Or these 23 subscribers were single-handedly paying my car note. Or these 50 some odd 
subscribers were single-handedly paying my mortgage each month. And now you've got a severe cut down on your income. And either you're going to notice it because it's been so quiet and everybody's talking about it. Or you're going to notice it in the next couple months or in the next couple weeks. You're going to start noticing like, hey, that payout wasn't as big as it normally has been this year. And it's just, it's something to keep in mind. So like, as much as I love this community, I also feel the need to say to anybody that is listening, always have a backup plan because you are constantly going to hit a slump at some point in your career here you're going to hit a dead zone i don't care if you're new if you're you're a veteran whatever at some point you're going to hit a dead zone and at some point you're going to need a backup plan be that having a nine to five be that having a side hustle be that having just a savings account that is buku savings you are going to need to have some sort of backup plan in order for you to be able to thrive and make sure that you can afford your bills. You're going to have to have something in place. And it is so much better to have it in place now than to have it in place later. Get it ready because if you don't, you are going to be under the water. You are going to be drowning and it's going to be sucky. Or you're just going to be barely floating along. That's end of our news. Um, there's not a lot really to talk about as far as news because a lot of bigger things happened like towards the beginning of the year. And I didn't keep a list because I didn't expect my computer to be down that long. But it's fine. It's cool. It's fine. Um, in the meantime, I did have questions. So let's see. I had one question from my babe, Deus Sarah, that says, what do you think the online fandom slash femdom community needs the most? Um, this community needs a lot of education on origin and protocol. And I say that because this community does not thrive on understanding how it is that anything actually works. Um, this community thrives off of drama. This community thrives off of misunderstandings. And this community thrives off of fucky penny relative. It does not thrive off of femdom. Um, specifically this community like the femdom exclusive community um is a whole different ball game whole different ballpark whole different game entirely but the fendom femdom aspect is widely uneducated and is vastly tired it is a lot of misnamed people, a lot
lot of people calling themselves femdoms that are content creators. Um, exclusively because that's what femdom has become. Femdom has become content creation and a good number of those that do create content that view it as femdom are not like bad for it. They are simply misnamed and need to get a better grasp on understanding that calling yourself a femdom instead of a content creator is severely hurting your own brand. Not because you aren't like educated on how BDSM works. You might have all of the knowledge on BDSM, but if you are equating getting a send from a submissive to providing them content, that is not femdom. That is a transaction. That is selling something. Femdom is not selling something. It is a power exchange. And a lot of the newer femdoms, a lot of those trying to move into femdom territory from content creation territory do not understand that or do not care to understand that. So this community needs a lot more education and understanding on those matters. They need that clear space where they can learn this information, understand this information, and apply this information instead of simply slapping on a tag and saying, well, I'm a fendom now. Like, no, there's some nuance to it. There's a little bit of work that you have to do differently than what you are normally used to or that you are normally used to seeing in a fetish context. It's kind of like if you have exclusively watched porn all your life, that does not mean that you are good at sex. That means that you are good at watching porn and need to learn how to have sex. <laughs> you can't always base your sexual conquests and you cannot always base your knowledge off of a video. Sometimes it is very hands-on and you need to go back to the basics of learning what it is and how it works bef before you even practice it. Um, I'm not sure if that was like eloquently put or made any sense to anyone but me. But like, that's what I think. And I hope that it like made sense. Next question, also from Bayless, was what kinks do you think are the easiest to interact with in an online space and the most challenging? <sighs> the easiest? Um, I'm not sure. The easiest would probably... Exclusively because, like, for me, personally, humiliation. Humiliating someone is easy if you know how to read somebody. Like, personally, if you know how to read people, read between the lines, ask the right questions, then humiliating someone is really easy. Degrading someone, even, is really easy if you know what you're looking for and you know how to utilize the information that you are and aren't given. But on the flip side of that, if you don't, it can be very tough. 
Um, because if you are given very limited information, there is a high chance that you have no idea what to do with it. You don't know where to go with that information. You have no context for that information because it wasn't given. So if you can make an educated guess, if you're really good at improv, then you're fine. You're good. You're Gucci. Um, I think another really tough one would be um, any kind of play that involves a proof type thing. So like if you are doing impact play and you require that a submissive um, say provides themselves with 20 wax of any kind, doesn't matter. Um, if you are not provided proof of that, you can't say that they did it, right? Can't see it, can't say you did it. That sort of thing. It's the same same kind of thing. Like, I can't see you doing it, so it's kind of really, it's kind of difficult to, like, say that you did it. It's really difficult to just, like, go, yeah, I trust you. Like, you, it, it's a lot of trust in that. It's a lot of understanding that yeah, sure, they might have approached you for this, but who's to say that they actually did it? Like, physicality kinks are always going to be, like, a thing, but they are not always going to be a truthful thing. So people are not always going to do it just because they said they would do it or do it because you said you told them to. Like, sometimes they lie. People lie. People suck. And you have to accept that. That's just a thing. Um... Another question from Darius. Have you ever had to quit interacting with an otherwise pleasant client due to lack of chemistry? If so, how did you handle it? No, I have never had this issue. Um, I am very pleased to be able to say that. But I am also like kind of annoyed because I sort of wish that I had that experience so that I could know how I would handle it. I sort of want the experience of having to go I very much appreciate any and all time that we have spent building together but we have to stop here because of xyz reason like that would be a conversation that I feel like I want to have with someone but I've never had that conversation with someone so it would be sort of difficult for me to manage having it the moment because I am very much a I like to plan out all of my words type person because I get nervous I get anxious and if I don't I start word vomiting that's why I've had to record this several times over because I word vomit all, every time every single time I just word vomit everything and make no goddamn sense whatsoever so having a script having an understanding of where I'm going keeps me from losing my goddamn mind like I have a little list of things that I'm even asking uh, not asking a little list of my itinerary for recording my podcast specifically so that I don't get off track and so that I do not just lose time because I will I have I will it has happened and it is wholly not cool. It is very much the most annoying thing ever to be like, okay, I record this for an hour and then four hours later I'm still talking because I got distracted by something that I said and can't keep on track. 
same thing. If I am having a client that I got to break up with, basically, I I just kind of want to know what it'll be like. Like, if I get to that point, I will come back and update the world on it. But as of right now, I have never had that experience. I'm grateful for it, but I kind of wish I had. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, that's the last real, like, question that I've got. That is the last bit of information and rambling that I can do. I hope that everyone out there is staying safe, staying healthy, is in a good place, that you are mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually fulfilled, and if you are not, that you are working towards getting all of those things and more. I I love doing this podcast because I love talking to people. Um, even if it's just me in my room, chatting away for an hour, just because I felt the need to say some things and get some shit off my chest. I am very appreciative to everyone that even takes an hour of their day to listen to this podcast. And I am still working on some other projects. Hopefully in the future, this will become a video podcast as well as a audio podcast. But until then, I hope that you have a great life and I will see you in the next one. Have a great day.